0: All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. I'm Dan, along with James. James, let everyone know you're here. Hey guys. And um, yeah, we obviously this would have been the episode where we would have talked about the uh, the showdown in Sin City, the uh, the overtime thriller between Steadman and Purdy, and at least me personally i had i had swirling thoughts uh we didn't tape monday like monday morning quarterback style like we usually do um because yeah.
1: you, you were at the citrus bowl i was at so. the citrus bowl so we we had decided to record tuesday night um which sometimes we do if something's going on monday and as you all know uh between the time where we normally would record until today. Um the NFL world is just in a very somber mode right now, um, uh, due to uh what happened on Monday night football uh to Damar Hamlin. And so we felt it necessary to come on this show um and forget about um the niner raider game and just give you our thoughts on um uh, damar hamlin the nfl what's going on right now and um just how we feel about what happened last night uh we're recording this tuesday at seven sixteen, so um i don't know dan do you do you want to start with your thoughts
0: uh sure yeah um like james said we are taping this on at more or less seven o'clock um on the third so that's just to time stamp us for our for our information um yeah we just i mean i guess i'll just start with what it was like because um, it could add some context to how you found out about this um i knowing that you were at the citrus bowl um, I was I was excited to have the Monday off. Just worry about the game. That's all I was worried about um, once I got home from work because I was excited for this game. I hadn't seen many of the Monday Night Football games. I definitely wasn't as excited for any of the Monday games except this one. Um, and then uh, I think there was like six or five minutes left in the in the first quarter and um, Hamlin made a open field tackle on T Higgins and um both of them stood back up it wasn't it wasn't any kind of hit that screamed viciousness or anything out of the ordinary that we've seen thousands of times uh, every single weekend and then he stood upright and in a matter of seconds just fell straight on his back like a like a, an old country bumpkin way to say it, like a sack of potatoes, not to make light of it, but he just, that's how it went. And I, I might have some of these images out of order. I'm, I'm definitely still in a little bit of shock from from watching this. I'm trying to process this literally like 20 hours later. Um, so that happens. Joe, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman... And Lisa Salters, they, they acknowledge that there's an injured player. We go to commercial break. I've seen this a thousand times. We come back. We get a, a little bit of a glimpse on the field. People are, are are kind of upset, to my recollection. They look kind of upset. They don't really focus too much on anything. They acknowledge that the player is still down. And we go to a second commercial break. For me, the casual viewer, Okay, wow, he must have really got the wind knocked out of him, or maybe his uh, maybe his ribs are bruised, or I something ha- something happened. Like this is something like not good. Like Gator's probably going to be on the field when we come back from commercial break. We come back, ambulance is on the field. We see Josh Allen incredibly upset, and we see just um, I think at this point, Lisa on a wide shot of the, the the stadium said that they were doing CPR and we're just going to go to a break again. So third commercial break I've never seen before. And she said CPR, this is just, so now I'm blowing up the, I'm blowing up your phone. I'm blowing up Steve's phone. I, my parents, uh, I have a relative that I thought was at the game cause he's got season tickets to the Bengals, but he wasn't at this game. Thank God. And we come back uh, still CPR. This is the shortest there on broadcast. Go to a fourth commercial break. As far as I know, like nothing's changed. This guy could be dead for all I know. I'm panicking. I think you called me at this rate during the fourth commercial break. I'm I'm crying to myself. And then when you call me, I just, I start sobbing. I I, I am in just so much shock and just, I couldn't. I couldn't handle. Like, I just couldn't handle in the moment. And like, I we calm. You helped calm me down. Just to. Just to process what's what's happening right now. Something potentially tragic is happening before our eyes. Every time we've come back to the TV, Joe and Troy are speechless just trying to, none of the cameras are getting close to the field other than to see players staying away from everybody. We don't even go to the overhead spider cam that goes saw it. And then when we're back from the fourth commercial break, uh, they just go to Adam Schefter, Booger McFarland, and I, I, I'm so sorry, I forgot the woman's name. We just go to the studio in New York and you and I are talking, I'm calming down a little bit. And I don't remember how much time goes by But within the next 60 minutes, um, we're we're told he gets finally put into the ambulance. CPR worked. He's put in the ambulance. And um, the players leave the field. There's some back and forth about, like, are they going to come back out? We're debating if they should. We both acknowledge. I don't – I'll speak for myself. I don't know how the hell that you could do that. I don't know how you could – Watch what you watched, and it just took me till today to really process that. Like they watched somebody literally die. That's what happens when you get CPR. Your heart stopped. You're clinically dead. And of course they didn't finish the game. And thank God they didn't. Thank God. I hope that was the shortest phone call from what we saw on screen. I hope that was the shortest phone call, the most definitive no. And it it seemed like it seemed like Coach Taylor and Coach McDermott said, "There's no way we're stepping on this field." We don't even need to bring my my players out here. We're we're just not. We're taking off our pads. We're going the hell home. And a lot of Buffalo players did, but a few of them stayed back in Cincinnati. Like uh, Stefan Diggs, I saw he got um he almost got apprehended at the hospital by security because the, the guy didn't recognize him. And a reporter vouched for him and said, yo, this is Stefan Diggs. Like, he's fine. I don't think he went in, but I won't comment anymore on that. But that was... it does it, it like i just it's still i'm still getting emotional thinking about it just cuz this letter i it, a player died off the field in the hospital in the 70s i was i saw that a little earlier today but to witness what we just witnessed like just me from the te- just me on the broadcast i can't imagine what that must have been like in the stadium the players this this has to—I don't know what they could—I don't know what they're thinking right now. I don't know if they're practicing, how they could even think of practicing, should the Week 18 games happen this weekend, how they could even think about going back on that field, because this wasn't just an injury. This wasn't just somebody tore their ACL, and we still saw them get the thumbs up, or Schefter tweeted an hour later that they were okay and they're getting surgery— this guy's still on life support right now. He's still got a tube in his throat right now. We've not heard many updates. Hardly. We've had one update that he's still in the ICU today, and that's it from real reporters. That's all we know right now, and it's heartbreaking.
1: I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. run, running it down for me. I spent the day at the Citrus Bowl. You know, part of the day at the Citrus Bowl, if anybody saw the Citrus Bowl, it was a blowout. It wasn't a good game. So we left right around right after halftime. We went to a bar, you know, and we were like my buddy and I decided to come home Um, right around seven o'clock. I got I got home, um, saw the wife, haven't seen my wife all day. uh, So my wife she wants to watch a movie i was like sure let's watch a movie i did want to watch the game but at the same time i hadn't the day you know i spent the whole day away from my wife um you know and it, you know as the hype around the game was something that i wanted to see and watch but at the same time it's my wife and um she wanted to watch a movie and i you know I, that's what i was going to do you know and i'm watching the movie um and as the movie starts to wind down, and we're, my wife and I are discussing the movie, I take a look at, the, at my phone, and I see all the text messages from, from you and Steve, and I see CPR, um, and I immediately say to my wife, "We got to turn on Monday Night Football because they just admitted it, administered CPR to a player, and they don't they don't know if he is alive or whatnot." And so. Um, you know, we're watching and we're listening to Boger McFarlane, Adam Schefter, uh, talk about, you know, what the NFL, what it's like to be as a player, go through this, you know, and that's when I called you to ask you what happened because, um, you know, I didn't go to Twitter. I didn't necessarily want to go to Twitter. I wanted to hear, like, you know, what actually happened. And then, um, you know you told me that he would you know about what happened and how uh it went to commercial break three times he still was administering c p r and like you know we started we started going through twitter that's where I saw the video of him and the hit and you know the tackle that happened um, and you know. I mean it's a scary thing. Um and honestly this is this is why I'm a players guy. This is this is why I defend football players how much they get paid to people who don't understand why they get paid so much or um think it's you know just a just a game and they they really shouldn't Get paid that much to play a game and if you understood how much money is involved that revolves around these players doing what they do being on the field and playing that game and the risks associated with playing the game Um it's something that I believe whenever when a player has leverage over a team he should unfollow them over twitter he should unfollow them on instagram he should demand trades to get every ounce and cent that he deserves because this is the type of things that can happen we don't see it very often it doesn't happen very often but you know when an agent says that they're risking their lives for entertainment purposes this is this is what it is. And, um, you know, so this is, this is why I advocate for players. Um, and I advocate, I generally advocate for all workers and things like that, but specifically, you know, my love is football and yeah, I think, um, this is, this is, this brings the reality that yes, they put, they put, their lives on the line for our entertainment. And so they deserve every piece of the pie that the owners will give them because you never know when it's going to be it. You don't know when your career is going to be over and the the mega billions of dollars that go around them risking their lives for our entertainment they deserve every piece of the pie that they can get. So, um, and we definitely pray for Damar Hamlin, his family, his friends, the Buffalo Bills organization, um, and anybody who had contact with him and knew him on a personal level and more personal level than. We obviously know him because obviously, I think he touched so many people's lives in just what he was as a person. Um, looking on Twitter and seeing that he wanted, he stayed at Pitt in his, in his hometown because he wanted his brother to have a role model uh, in his life. Um, the toy drive that he had started um, that had a goal of $2,500, which is now up to, last I checked, over $4 million since this happened. Um, and so this, this was what we could all purposeless tell one of the good ones. This was somebody who was giving back to his community, you know he wasn't just there to collect a paycheck he wanted to make a difference in the world and um and so we can't just we can't just say well this is just what happens and we need to we just we just need to rally around the this football player we need to rally around Demar his family, the community, the NFL community, us as fans, we we need to rally around um, and uh, pray for him. Send whatever positive vibes that we can, um, and just put in perspective that um, they go out there and they risk their lives for what is our entertainment. They do. They 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 really do.
0: And I mean kind of like what I was saying before too, the 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 precedent for this just being so so much bigger in my lifetime and I feel like in your lifetime too, we've never seen someone's literal life hanging in the balance, and we need to, we need, of course, extending the purse, everyone, you said, but I, I don't want us to, I don't want us to ignore, um, I'm thinking about like T. Higgins right now, who, it was the contact between the two of them, I, anybody saying anything remotely negative about T. Higgins needs to stop. He's got it. I can't even just seeing the C- just seeing like the CPR being done on the field is one thing. But I I feel so terrible for T. Higgins. Like, I hope he's I hope he's doing OK, too. Not to not to rank anything, but like, I hope he's doing OK. I really hope, like you were saying, his mother who was at the game, she flew in from Pittsburgh. I I hope she's gotten some family members there in these past 24 hours to be there with her so she's not in cincinnati alone because obviously they're not going to transfer him um every single one of those emts that were there we have to give massive massive praise to them for being as quick responsive and as skilled as they were um i i mean i don't i don't know about you i just it's I don't know. I just think about, I think about all the football that like I've seen because my dad being a football coach and me playing football. Not that long. I didn't end up playing football in high school, but um, just how safe the strides that have been taken that we, in a way, it makes me feel like we take it take for granted. Complaining about the game being too safe and too soft when saying when and when really just by nature of this game how how close to a razor's edge we are from having something like this happen really i mean i understand this if it is the condition that it was the the fluke one in a million hit and this happened to have been the millionth tackle to 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 hit his heart the way that it did to cause the cardiac arrest but but no this is exactly what you're saying this is why this is why the players need that representation they need that voice they need to be listened to like maybe the maybe this will turn things around like the the turf the literal turf war maybe this could spark the debate about the turf war when the time's appropriate maybe this can um i don't know there's i i hope that this can start engaging This could start better engagement with the players, so, like, CBAs go smoother, more in favor with them. I I mean, I feel like those are mute points at the moment, though I think they're worth talking about at an appropriate time. Like, we need to not get mad at the NFL for saying things about, like, that they want to go on and go ahead with the Week 18 games, at least as of now, on this Tuesday— we still have four days to go to that. There's still a lot of things that could happen. I, I checked my phone while you were talking. We still haven't heard anything about DeMar other than he's still in the ICU. Just, um, this is a really delicate, this is a really emotional situation. It's, to be in the shoes of those players right now, especially in the Buffalo locker room, I, I can't I, I, I can't fathom what that must be like right now. I, And I just... I don't know my heart my heart is weeping for for them in bill's mafia and i i don't know i'm kind of i don't know it's it's so it's really i i I had a sort of speech at the top i guess but i am speechless i really i just really am I, i i can't even wrap my head around it really and i thought doing this would help you guys, as well as help me. And it it is. And hopefully you don't feel like you're the only one having trouble processing this because I clearly am. I I was really messed up at work today thinking about this. I really was. And um, try not to get too emotional thinking about it still, but um, back to where we started. No, I don't, I don't care about the playoffs right now. I want to make sure this, I want to know that this guy's going to be okay. Um, I, I, I it, it, just. I texted James earlier just to pull back the curtain. I said we can't talk about the game. We just can't. I, as many notes as I had on it, I mean, I, don't, I don't, even just spitballing them here just feels inappropriate because it, it just it doesn't matter right now. Like our mantra of the show. There are things that are bigger than football like when we were talking about all that we did during the off season, all the guests that we brought on for their various causes, this is a moment where we need to come together and just, just hope for the best who cares about the games right now. We just need to, we just need to rally. We just need to rally for the Hamlin family. And, um, you know, just all we can, all we can do is hope for the best. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words and I don't want to just keep, subjecting people to me just kind of stumbling over my own tongue. (laughs) Well,
1: I I think it's important what you said, like, you know, we got to give the NFL some grace with this because this is unprecedented. I mean, we've never seen this happen really in the history of the NFL in this way, you know, and some people have been critical over – You know, that initially maybe the NFL wanted the players to go back on the field. There were mixed reports about uh, that. um, And so I'm just under the, the mantra that this is unprecedented and nobody knew what to do at the time, in the moment. You know, what necessarily was going to be the right thing, you know. And so a man's life was hanging in the balance. You have people everywhere trying to figure out what are we going to do, you know, and so I'm glad that at least, you know, people decided to take the moment we're going to come off the field and really think about this you know, and talk this out as to, you know, what we should do, you know, and how we go about this, you know, and how that all went down, you know, I...
0: We can only speculate what they were talking
1: about. We Like you said, yeah, we can only speculate, and in the end, the right thing was done. They suspended the game, they didn't play anymore, you know, and it became not about football and it became about the life of Damar Hamlin and you know we saw we saw the good and we saw the bad of this but here we're going to focus on the good the fact that people rallied around and donated to his charity and have now have raised over 4 million dollars for his charity you know says there's there's People out there who care, you know, and that's where we should be focused on. We should be focused on coming together as a community, as football fans, analysts, players, coaches, you know, owners coming together and saying right now the life of this player and everything involved with that is more important than playing games, talking about games, who's gonna get the number one seed, who's gonna make the playoffs, who's gonna win the super Bowl, you know, and you know, and even for me, like I run a football pool, so like you know there were thoughts as to what am I gonna do, and lucky for for me and for the rest of the pool, this game didn't matter like you know and that really didn't matter but that was one of my responsibilities like what am i you know if this game doesn't matter what am i going to do and i really had no answers you know i really couldn't think of much as to what to do and i think that's where the nfl is at right now like like what do we do about getting things started and really like we just we ha- this whole thing we need to we need to give grace to and what will come out and you know i pray that you know the commissioner Troy Vincent you know the owners and all that do the right thing and proceed accordingly with the way they're going to now what that is i don't know nobody knows no really you know
0: i just um I, yeah, three minutes ago, so this is pretty much breaking. Um, Cameron Wolf, uh, national NFL reporter at NFL Network, that's what it says, and he's got the, the real check mark. Um, apparently, we can watch this on NFL Network too. He spoke to, I'm guessing you're going to read this verbatim, just spoke to Dorian Glenn, Damar Hamlin's uncle, who said his nephew is on a ventilator which we knew but he has improved to only 50 percent oxygen instead of needing a hundred uh he's still sedated but the main focus is recovering to breathe on his own and uh healing lungs that's just the way it was written but um seeing that that's from an actual nfl employee and there are pictures of him speaking to who i presume is his uncle that's that's amazing. That's I'm not trying to. It all looked legit to me. I, I, I wouldn't have read it if it looked any remote sketchiness to me. But there, it was verified account. It was pictures. It tagged NFL on it. His timeline had a bunch of things from Buffalo, like he's there. And I'm assuming a lot a lot of listeners here will know his name. I don't personally know the name, but if that. That is phenomenal news, and um, if he's already made that progress in one day with the ventilator, that's a that's a fantastic sign, and um, just my God, I even if it's little baby stuff like that, just I don't know. I hope we keep getting news like that tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, until we until we can like get a picture of him with like a thumbs up or something. I mean, I'm still going to be worrying every day, but I, that does make me very happy to see something come out like that since everyone else is so tight lipped. Obviously like they don't want to put extra noise out there, but um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, don't, I, I was listening to you, but at the same time, I'm still trying to just, just in case I <laughs> it, it's happening right now. I just wanted to make sure while we were on mic in case just to, Cover our own butts
1: if we miss something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's it's great news, you know. There's yeah, not to not to from... just
0: spring that on you. I'm trying to. <laughs> it was yeah. good news. I wanted to share it with everybody.
1: Yeah, that's good news. Um, and we pray that things continue to look up in that right. Um, you know, we're still not out of the woods yet, but improve that's an improvement and um we'll definitely be checking the news you know consistently throughout the next couple of days and to see um what goes on um but
0: yeah we i mean I sorry I feel like I stepped on you there I, I have, I'm so sorry I do that constantly every week um <laughs> no worries I just I I don't know. I saw that so that made me feel a little bit better. I don't I just really don't know what else to say honestly. I mean, I'll I'll open the floor to you if you have any anything else to say. I just I, I I'll just keep the as many positive thoughts as I can. I'm going to j- just just keep sending as much love as I can to yeah. to these guys and to everybody that knew him. Just this is a horrible thing to be going through right now and I I would never wish this to happen to anybody. So I just no. hope hopefully by the hopefully sooner than later we'll get some some good answers.
1: Yeah, and we'll we'll just ask, you know, our Niner community to send their prayers to him and his family, the Bills organization um and we if you want to make a donation, he has a GoFundMe uh, for Toys Drive that he started in 2020, um, and to contribute to that, um, and so I'm I'm out of words. Um, just yeah. some
0: ha- just some housekeeping on our end. Obviously, like I said, we're, uh, we're in border. If we address anything with the Raiders, um, we're going to do it in the future. We I. I don't want to promise anything right now, but obviously we saw the schedule. We know we were supposed to be hosting the Cardinals this weekend. We might still very well be playing that game. Um, and we've been talking off mic about having a special guest to talk about the how the season went when we do that episode. With how fluid this whole thing is right now. I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to say that that is going to be our next episode. I just, I'm, I'm acknowledging that that was the plan, and we just ask for your patience. Um, we're all in this together. We're all, it's something much bigger than, something much bigger than our game is happening right now. So, um, yeah, like I said, just acknowledging that that was the plan, but we're going to be fluid. We'll we want to worry about Demar more than anything, and then the the, the league is going to tell us what's going to happen. So um, I know that's going to date this episode pretty severely. Like so, hopefully you listen to this pretty soon after it dropped. But um, but yeah, I just awkward housekeeping aside, I I got nothing else to say
1: either. Yeah, and I I would say with that Niner faithful, um, just if you can reach out to your Bills friends and see how they're doing, you know, because, you know, this, as fans, we go through the ups and downs of the season and injuries and things like that. And the Bills were having a really great season. The fans were very hopeful for a Super Bowl, And if you have any Bills friends, I would check on them to see how they're doing and if they're okay. I mean, we think that sometimes sports, some people think sports doesn't really matter, but to a fan base, to a hopeful fan base, to a fan base like Bills Mafia, uh, this is something so crushing that... um, In my lifetime, no other fan base has faced. And um, so uh, this is the time where the only color that matters is the blood that we bleed. Um, And that if you have Bill's friends, just reach out to them to see how they're doing and check, check up on them because... You know, we as fans here are heartbroken uh, for what happened to Damar. But we know Bill's Mafia as being one of the good fan bases out there. Um, Going through what they're going through now, like, I can't imagine. You know, the only thing liking it to I could was... Carson Wentz's ACL in 2017, but even that wasn't as devastating as this. You know, this same when
0: up. same in 2011 or 2012 when Alex had his concussion, or what was it, two years or three years ago now when Alex again, we thought he was he was going to lose his leg. I mean, even yeah. but I mean, I'm getting into semantics beyond that because I mean, he did get a pretty bad staff infection, but it's still he didn't have a heart attack on the field.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going along more of the lines like the fans have been so excited. You know, the Bills Mafia has been so excited for this team, you know, since the end of last season, building up to what they were believing was, could be still, a Bills Super Bowl. and. Something like this happens to sort of take significant wind out of their sails, and <clears throat> when this happens to a fan base um even if it even if it wasn't even this severe um I can tell you when Carson wentz went down with an a c l Bleeding Green Nation's host right after the game was crying because of what that what they felt like it meant to the season going forward. So imagine something like that doing something to a host on an Eagles podcast and then you have something like this happening to the Bills fan base like it's unimaginable their the feelings that they're going through right now that the hopes and and dreams of a Super Bowl run, where they're at right now. And you know, we just want to say Bill's Mafia, we're here for you. Um, you know, honestly, as uh an Eagles fan, as somebody who's done a Niners podcast, I've always respected Bill's Mafia. Um just for some of the heartwarming things they have done in the past. Um and so, you know, if you have Bill's friends who are diehard Bills fans or even just somewhat of uh you know, maybe they're not diehard, but they watch the games and just reach out to them, see how they're doing, check in on them because Lo and behold, this is probably out of all the fan bases out there that it's affecting, like the as far as who it is, it's Bill's Mafia is really, really suffering right now. And, and more so than, you know, what we went through in Philadelphia in 2017 with Carson Wentz going down. And this is a lot heavier than that. And, you know, so reach out to your bills friends and make sure they're okay.
0: Yeah. And um, and even more and even more so. Just I mean, I I don't know. If you're as touched by this as we have, then just I don't know. Call call a relative or a friend when when you're done listening to us, <laughs> just call a relative or a friend or whoever's closest to you and just catch up. If you saw each other, just say, hey, just, I don't know, just wanted to hear your voice again. Just, I don't know, it's, it, this is just one of those humbling things that just, I don't know, it's just hopefully, hopefully something you take away from this is appreciating what you have in terms of people in your life. And um, it could just be as simple as an open field tackle that changes everything. And hopefully it doesn't hopefully the news i read is the first of many news many positive things to come out of this down the line but but yeah just the best that we can all do right now is just be there for each other make sure we're okay and just just try to just try to send as many positive vibes and um as much support as we can out there to to the bills and the hamlins and and again, just since it at T Higgins, really, I just, I don't know. I'm really worried about him too. I hope he's, I hope he's doing okay. So, um, but I mean, with that, I, I, I don't know how got, I got, <laughs> I got nothing else, man. I just, this was, I, this, this has been such a heavy 24 hours.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I think basically we've said what we felt, um, and what you know we felt needed to be said so i mean i'm good you know just seeing to the niners faithful we'll we'll see you when we see you yeah,
0: yeah just be patient with us it's yeah it's a fluid situation we'll we'll try to give you a heads up on social media uh when we come back um just any just anything really just just check our social media we're gonna try to update you with things as we as we learn them uh, but if if things go as uh, as scheduled I mean we should be back but we should be back next week but we'll 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 let you know guys so um, from both of us um, just, just keep sending that love that you can to the Hamlins and um, just just pray for just pray for the best. We'll uh, we'll be back in your ears when we can. Um, just stay stay safe out there.
1: God bless, guys.